Yeah, so it's it's going to be an exclusive uh, Benny's deal. Well, um, when we get when we get a hold of some, we'll have to maybe have you come back on. Oh yeah, <clears throat> it was. We'll send you some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I won't have any. <laughs> This week, we're joined again by Tommy from Brickstone to discuss Dark Secret. This is episode 69 of The Malting Hour. What's the hats on the hops, guy? He's that piece. This the Malting Hour where we talk about our drink and tell you what we think every other week. And if we get drunk, well, we might slur our speech. Got the gift of gab, the friends we wish you had. Join us for a drink, join us for a laugh. Time is never wasted, where you getting wasted? The Malting Hour here, people, people take your places. People, people take your places. Welcome to the Malting Hour. I am one of your hosts, Tony Golick, joined always with Brandon Winninger. And that's it again. <laughs> it's just us. No Clark. No Clark. <laughs> Sorry, Clark. Still not here. That's okay. You're off doing your thing. And uh, we miss you. And we look forward to uh, seeing you soon. An episode actually coming up. Being a dad. Yeah. Good, good job. I hope hockey is treating you well. You know, from what he was telling us, you know, he gets to visit a lot of breweries on these hockey dad trips. So that's cool. So yeah. not only is hockey expensive, but breweries <laughs> it's yeah. expensive too. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, well, this is going to be now two weeks in a row where we're following up on promises that we made that when we've had breweries or someone from a brewery on a show, we're like, oh, man, we can't wait to do this again. Maybe sometime uh, this year. And we did it again. This past week was with Short Fuse. And this week, Brandon, who do we got with us again? Uh, we are welcoming back Tommy from Brickstone Brewery. Tommy, thanks hey. for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, this is this is exciting. We 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 had so much fun the last episode, um, and since then, not that I mean, not that we didn't we weren't all familiar with uh, APA and 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 everything else. Your beers have definitely made uh, regular appearances in my fridge throughout this year, and it's it's not. I mean, it's just because I mean I will say because the beers are good, but also we got a chance to talk with you. So it was like each time I drink these beers, it's like remembering how much fun we had on that episode. <laughs> Like I'm talking to you again. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so you know, it's it's creepy. It's great. Thanks. <laughs> if Tommy's talking to you again when you're drinking that beer, that means you've had too many of those beers. <laughs> Especially if it's in my whisper voice. <laughs> it's always saying, "Have another." <laughs> Call off work tomorrow. <laughs> right. <clears throat> oh man. Um, so this is actually kind of a, a special reason that we have Tommy on. Uh, we're coming up on what is becoming a kind of a holiday on its own in Chicago. You know, most people celebrate Black Friday just to go out and do random shopping and buy things that they don't need. Um, or recover from yeah, the day before. Yes, or their turkey recovery. Uh, but it has become um, a tradition now for several Chicago area breweries to do some barrel aged releases on that day. And I know we touched uh, on it briefly um, last time we talked to Tommy, but uh, they have some uh, new barrel aged beers coming out. So it's part of their dark secret series. So um, I'm, I'm excited to hear kind of what, what the lineup is and what's uh, what people can expect this year. Um, and then if there's any surprises that like, you know, you're going to throw out there, you know, <laughs> I, I'd love to hear that too. Like you want to break any secrets? Like, yeah. Any dark <laughs> secrets? Oh yeah. I oh. Um, I see what you yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So um, kind of recapping Tommy, why don't you kind of give us the history of dark secret and how that started out. And I know initially it wasn't a barrel aged beer, right. And then it kind of morphed right. into that and it's now like kind of continued that streak. Yeah, so you know, Dark Secret. I've been brewing at Brickstone since 2006, and Dark Secret was uh, began development probably in you know 2010, I would say. Um, and it's it is actually the only Imperial Stout I brewed at the time. Um, and just until last year, I brewed my second Imperial Stout in my life. So Dark Secret's always been the first Imperial Stout I ever brewed. Um, never changed the recipe from day one. So uh, we've been happy with it. And, and like you said, when we first release it, um, people said, hey, brew a stronger stout, you know, for the winter. So, okay, <laughs> let's, let's, let's brew this stout and let's boil it for a while. So we did that and it wasn't barrel aged. And then it came to the point where we said, hey, um, let's start having fun with some barrels. And 
we've been doing it every year since. And now we used to call it barrel aged dark secret, but now it's kind of gone to everybody knows that dark secret is barrel aged. Um, so we never release the unbarrel aged version ever anymore. Um, you know, and we're pretty, pretty happy. This is a special year for us because it's our 15 year anniversary. Congratulations. Um, oh, thank you. Plus it is, um, we're going to do our black Friday event at the brew pub again, where you'll be able to purchase it. there only, um, dark secret over the last few years. Um, we've been lucky enough to sell a lot of it at the brew pub during our events and it really hasn't made it out to market. We're actually trying to get out to market a little bit more, um, starting next year. There is some few cases out there. Um, but, uh, I'd say 95% of it is sold at the brew pub. Um, this year we brewed about 33% more than we did prior year. So we're hoping to get out to the market. Um, some barrels I just got in, we got some bliss maple bourbon barrels from heaven Hill. Ooh, we got some Elijah nice. Craig, um, 20 year old barrels. Um, we got some rum barrels. So, you know, next year we're going to have a lot more variety of stuff. Uh, this year, black Friday, we're, um, releasing our double Oak Woodford reserve. And then we also have double Oak Woodford reserve agent on vanilla. So those are two canned variances. Um, after that, you know, we'll have some stuff in draft, a, a bunch of different stuff we're, you know, playing around and having fun with, uh, like we did, uh, last year with, uh, raspberry tiramisu irish cream uh but it you know like i said it's a special year for us being our 15th anniversary and bringing it back to the brew pub uh you know obviously covid stopped that the prior year so um a lot of our customers are excited to come and see people they haven't seen in a while uh, and we open up at 8 a.m uh we have biscuits and gravy and beer oh so you know you know what else could you ask for on a friday after thanksgiving brandon what are we doing Black Friday. <laughs> we might have to go down there. <laughs> I was just, I, as, he's, as everything's going through my head, I'm like, well, my mom and stepdad are in town, and, you know, uh, I could make the road trip. They they could come with. They'd enjoy it. That would be a fun time. Maybe we should just breakfast. Honestly, <laughs> you, you, you had me at biscuits and gravy. Yeah, Don't tell I mean, <laughs> not only does this year's Dark Secret, which, by the way, I like. That it's I like that it's just called Dark Secret and that it's I don't know why, but when you were saying that you're like, yeah, the barrel age is just out of it. It's just called you know Dark Secret now because everybody knows what it is. I kind of like that. I, I feel like it. Uh, you know, when you hear barrel age for certain beers, that's that's great, but it really it makes it seem like there's something else. Like there's another version of that beer, and like you said, it's just right. Dark Secret now, and that's all it is. So that kind of just becomes you know a part of it. There's other barrel age beers that do the same thing. Uh, but you know, that, I, I think that's great, but hearing what you guys did this year and what's available. Oh man. I saw the post today on Instagram and saw the, the reveal of what dark secret is. And, uh, I got really excited, especially because I'm a huge fan of vanilla in uh, yeah. big stouts. That's to me is just like, it's, I think we talked to, I think we talked about some of the short fuse episode about how, um, vanilla is, you know, used in baking to bring out the other flavors, yep. you know, and, and, yeah. and, and that works exceptionally well uh, in stouts, especially barrel aged stouts. I feel like when you've got the right amount of vanilla, I mean, I do also really enjoy like huge vanilla bombs where it's like, Oh man, this is just a lot of vanilla and, and booze behind it. I'll, I'll drink it. I will drink vanilla extract if I need to. I love it that much, but uh yeah, just <laughs> Brandon shaking his head. No, I'm not really going to do it. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited, man. And I will say that uh, there is a uh, a place um, that Brandon and I live by that did have Dark Secret uh, on the shelves. So I'm, I'm hoping that that place still has it. I'm not going to say it just now because oh, I did they? They did. It's. I mean, well, <clears throat> the Binnie's bias. The Binnie's bias on Portage Park had it. Oh, do they still have it? Not anymore. It's gone, baby. That was last year. Oh, last year <clears> yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping um, maybe that it might make its way over there. This yeah, so that time. was that was that was kind of how after we did the last episode, I think Tommy, you had hinted on kind of like the the different variations that you had done, and I had remembered that I had just saw that there was a Benny's that had Dark Secret still on the shelf. So I ran there, I grabbed that, <clears throat> drank it. Um, and it was awesome. And then when we were talking about doing this episode, I thought, well, I wonder if there's any minis that still has 
any dark secret from last year. And the one in Logan Square actually had two four packs left. I bought one of them. I wasn't greedy. Um, <laughs> and the guy's like, he's like, man, I'm surprised you you knew we had this. He's like, I don't think it was on the shelf anymore. He's like, but we have it sitting in the back. I'm like, why don't you put it on the shelf? Somebody will buy it. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I bought it. So and I, and I was excited too because um, you know I think I got two of the the base just regular barrel aged dark secrets, and then there was one raspberry tiramisu and one Irish cream that I did give to Tony that he's not drinking right now. Um, yeah, but I right. am drinking the the raspberry tiramisu, and I had this one earlier this year, and this one is awesome. Um, I'm a fan of tiramisu in general. I don't know if I've ever had raspberry tiramisu, but just the way the flavors kind of go so well together in this, and like the 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 vanilla, the chocolate, all of that kind of richness from the stout um, kind of definitely accentuates the raspberry, which is awesome. Um, but I'm just kind of curious, like, what did you guys do to kind of get that to, to get to build this flavor flavor profile? Yeah, so we used vanilla. We used uh, pureed raspberries. Um, we used uh, some, I believe we used cocoa chocolate um, in, in that variant. And we thought the raspberry was obviously going to be the, the dominant flavor in it. And the vanilla will help. Uh, bring out some of that chocolate flavor, you know, give that sweetness to it. So yep. uh, we were happy. And I, I don't think we covered up too much of the barrel by putting way too much raspberry in it or, or vanilla. So, you know, you know, upon smelling it, you get some raspberry uh, aromatics and then, you know, tasting it, you get it right up there in front and towards the end, you get some of that chocolate and, and vanilla flavor. So we are pretty happy trying to, we've never, um, you know, really adjuncted dark secret. And it was the first year and, and it was a pretty good success because people have had dark secret and they've had barrel aged, they've had vanilla. And then for us to come out and say, Hey, let's just do some other flavors, which um, this year, I think we got like on black Friday, we have like 10 different variances on draft of dark secret. So you're Problem. saying I should get up early. And make <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> The one so thing I, I did notice—I uh, didn't mean to cut you off—but kind of to your point about like with the amount of raspberry in there. One thing I did find interesting when I do pour it, the light hit it just right, and the the head on it had like a nice kind of red hue to it, yeah. and that was kind of neat. Yeah, 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 definitely. Wish I wish I knew what that was like right now. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but so, so what Tony means by that? Tony's not drinking this, obviously. Tony's drinking. Um, he's actually doing it the 15th, 15th anniversary, uh, 15th anniversary. But if I'm Just correct, uh, if I'm correct, that Tommy, that is a very, it, like it's dark secret, correct? Yeah. So it's dark secret 15. We called it, you know, us being our 15 year anniversary, we said, let's, let's, um, do a special dark secret release. that's not on black Friday. So that's where they came from. We've never released dark secret, not on black Friday. Um, this was aged in Blanton barrels for 18 months. Uh, the double oak Woodford resi- uh, Woodford's been aged for 21 months. Um, Whoa. So it, it's very interesting to try the same batch of dark secret aged on different barrels for different times. So I'm actually drinking the uh, Weller and the Blanton. So last year's Weller and then this year's 15 Blantons. Um, Do a blend. Uh, I'm letting like. them I'm letting them warm up a little bit, but I'm I'm getting a couple of different flavors from them from the barrels. But um, it's interesting because they're the same batch of Dark Secret, but just oh, eight yeah. different time of different barrels. It's 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 fun how the barrels and for people when I when I explain to some people like coworkers or even family members uh, barrel age beers why it's so exciting and what's so special about them is exactly what you just said. There's you took the same batch of beer, aged them in different barrels, and it really does bring out different flavors and, and nuances that uh, only come from those particular barrels and the way that the, the beer is aged in it. Because whiskeys and bourbons are, are you know, different uh, recipes and depending on the barrel and what happens at the time time with the barrel, you know, what, what all comes out of it ends up getting imparted into the beer in, in different ways. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of science behind it. And it's really exciting uh, when you get to try uh, a new barrel aged beer, or like you're saying the two 
beer, you know, one batch, two different barrels. That's exciting just to try in itself. <clears throat> to me, those are like variants right there. <laughs> yeah. And, and people don't understand, you know, they sell it just a whiskey barrel. It's the same thing. No, there's different flavors coming from right. the grill. You know, when we taste all the barrels around, there's, there's a day, I think I had a picture last week where we, it, it was a shorter day of tasting barrels. We taste like 12 or 14 different barrels and lined them all up. And, you know, we go down the line with the team and everyone's getting different flavors out of every single batch. And then we blend them together and, you know, it really comes to, uh, you know, the beer we want it to become. Uh, you yeah. get some more bourbon out of one, some more dark fruits out of the other. But uh, it's pretty fun to try the different barrels. Um, we yeah. thought about doing a single barrel dark secret uh, release one time. You know, it's it's a lot harder for us because our, our tanks are larger. So, you know, getting one barrel and canning, it's a little harder for us, but we thought about trying to do that. Well, if you uh, ever just want two random uh, podcast guys from Chicago, does it have to be about our podcast? Just as extra tasters, uh, you know, you know how to get a hold of Brandon. That sounds, that's, that's, that is one of the things that I, I find so awesome when we talk to other people who work at breweries, uh, the whole tasting process like yes it's 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 your job you know and you're going through it and you you know there's there's some professional aspect to it but at the end of the day you're literally trying like such cool shit and one like like <laughs> with all the people that you're around and work with it's like let's what what coolness did we you know what delicious goodness did we end up with and you know you guys get a chance to try and then blend it all together. I mean, and, you know, to try and put out the, the best tasting thing possible, not only is it, you know, that, that probably is a little stressful, but that just sounds freaking fun, man. Yeah. It, it, you know, we've tasted these barrels from, <clears throat> I would say six months on. You know, <laughs> That's awesome. So seen it from six. <laughs> Every <months> day. <laughs> you know, uh, it's fun because you see, okay, it's a six month mark. You're like, I'm not getting all the flavors I really like in dark secret. So then we let it go a little longer. And actually we got to the year point. And we're like, man, this is really tasting good. Let's see what it is longer. Um, so, and I'm, I'm tasting the two side by side right now. And the one it takes longer, I'm like, I'm getting a little bit different flavors out of it. And I'm like, wow, this is kind of nice. Um, same beer, like I said, but uh, it's fun to track it through the whole process from six months all the way this year to 21 months. Uh, and, That's and, awesome. You know, if if we could, I'd age a little longer. We've done some double barrels that have aged longer. Those were uh, close to two years. But, you know, this is the longest single barrel uh, aging we did. On, That's on, a, that, that's that's really cool. The I, I went in for a couple sips of the 15 and um, it's it's it, the the smell, the aroma on it, like hit hit me right away. It's very it's very much a barrel aged beer. There's a roasty, uh, chocolatey vanilla uh, deal going here. And then my first sip, uh, I got like a bitter sweetness that I like. Like it's not overly sweet. I do like that. There are some barrel aged beers I think are just too sweet that maybe you lose sight of. You know, just a solid stout. You know, if it's a it's an imperial sweet stout, yeah. that's one thing. But there is like there's a sweetness to it, but it's not overly sweet. There's this nice like like a bitter coffee flavor and 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 then there was like the barrel and then this last sip i got which i don't normally get in i wouldn't say normally but i don't get in a lot of barrel aged beers i think this is a really nice uh flavor it's like a dark fruit almost just just in the back i yeah i get like a dark fruit raisin or prune it in the end yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's nice. I like I like I like that there's different layers as I'm going through this beer of when it from when it hits my tongue to when it hits my gullet. There's all these different uh, you know flavors that I'm getting. I think again, that's something that I wish people who who do, who didn't you know who don't uh, dabble in in trying barrel aged beers uh, you know you miss out on. It's it's like wine. I compare it to like when you drink a good wine. We could try a good wine. You can taste all these different things, or even, or even just bourbon itself. There's all these different layers that you can get from it, and when you can get that in a beer, I think that that just just screams like well executed, and that you know the brewery and the brewers and everybody took real 
care and thought and time and obviously six months of sampling every single barrel <laughs> as as tough as that was yeah. uh you know to really get the right tasting beer and this to me is is, is awesome i'm there's also like a, a dark I, I get a nice dark cocoa too that i love I'm yeah we look up we use a lot of dark chocolate malt mm. in this and I'm, I'm tasting the weller from last year and i get more chocolate than um dark fruit so it's kind of nice taste mm. side by side Brandon, do you have any more Weller cans on hand? I don't. Son of a bitch. I'll, uh, <laughs> I got a few four packs left, so I'll I'll send them over to you guys. Or if you know we stop on by on, on Black yeah. Friday, maybe we'll see. Okay. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my mom and my stepdad and Brandon. So, <laughs> so here's here's a question that I have because there's obviously different methods that people we talked about what you use to get you know your flavoring into the raspberry tiramisu. At what stage do you add the flavors? Um, everything's closer to the end of fermentation in, in the barrels. So right them in the barrels. Um, if I remember, we're probably doing probably the few weeks beforehand. And then we're letting them sit. Uh, so it does spend some time in the barrel. Yeah, yeah, we do. We let it spend time in the barrel. That's um, awesome. Yeah, there's there because I the reason I asked too, there was another brewery uh, that I will not name that I saw they were moving their barrel aged stuff out and then putting it into bright tanks and then just letting the adjuncts sit on it for like three days and then they were canning it. And I'm like, that doesn't seem like a lot of time, but and then I also thought like that could either be really good or really bad because you may get way too much of that flavoring or you may get not enough of that flavoring. So, yeah. Um, I, I, you know, this year I was thinking, I said, I wonder if I put some in way earlier in the process to see what's going to happen. And I might, you know, we have extra barrels this year. So this might be the year that we're starting to experiment with, with different stuff. Um, but I think we'll lose some of the flavors, you know, as, as it ages. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, speaking for this raspberry tiramisu, you know, a year old now and the flavor is still amazing. So that's right. what's that's what's nice that like it held up really well thanks yeah feel free to pour some of that in like a solo cup for me and i'll come grab it tomorrow <laughs> just pour a little to the side of a little shot glass and i'll just swing I'll by. splash thanks that'd be great yeah I, it's uh the whole idea of uh adjuncting barrel-aged stouts has always intrigued me because you already have something as i was saying like is, is very well thought out when it came to doing any variants, like the variants you guys have this year, and then obviously the ones we were just talking about, the Irish cream, uh, the raspberry tiramisu, um, when you guys are, does it come like after the fact, like when you know you've got the beer maybe where you want it, and then you're like, well, let's try this because I really like the way that, you know, this beer tastes. I think this would work well with it. Or do you already kind of have something in mind? So, so last year we were lucky enough to, be able to release a, um, a, a Weller. Uh, we released a, a vanilla espresso, uh, Irish cream, raspberry cream soup. We had more barrels. This year, coming to this uh, Black Friday release, uh, we're pretty limited. So sure. we want it, We want people to be able to enjoy the, the, the work that's been put into this beer of just the barrel aged. So, and then we decided, I love vanilla and, and imperial stops barrel aged. So, you know, I didn't want to add anything else. And just because we were very limited this year coming up uh, at this Black Friday release, I said, let's just take the two, one vanilla, one regular barrel aged, um, because we wouldn't have the extra beer to try something else different. So um, I think last year we we're lucky enough to have a little bit more um, ready. So we're able to, let's just, you know, I think it was a couple months beforehand. We sat, we, we sit, we have a table upstairs in our office that we all kind of sit around. It's our round square table that we sit at, but um, we kind of just start thinking of different flavors and, and then we start uh, playing with them. We use, you know, different beers to flavor and, you know, taste and see how they're going to come to life. And I think this is something that the team said, Hey, let's try this. Let's try that. And we said, okay, let's, Let's for the first time let's adjunct uh, dark secret with something else you know pastry esque and and you know it's pretty fun to do 
But again, you know, if, if it was releasing one dark secret, I love people to be able to taste the barrel and, and, and taste the different flavors you get from the barrel. And like I said, a lot of people think all the barrels are the same and I'm tasting two different barrels here and I'm almost like I'm drinking two different beers, but I'm not because they're the same batch. So it's pretty awesome. fun. And, and honestly, I, this is the first time I'm tasting these two side by side. <laughs> I tasted, you know, it, off, off of the barrels, I taste them, but this is the first time I'm tasting them side by side. Oh, well, thanks for sharing that experience with us. I feel like this is a, that's a, that's kind <laughs> of a big deal. So if I remember correctly is uh, one of the variations of dark secret, not variations, but one of the, the barrels that are coming out, was that like a, a Benny's pick? So those are coming. So okay. we're actually canning that tomorrow. Um, so um, I will probably, let me see if I could send you a photo. I have so, this voice screaming in my head every time you say you're doing something that wants to say, on my way. <laughs> I need to stop that. Um, so, yeah. So this will be the second Vinny's collaboration, Vinny's Pick Barrels we're doing. Um, we have uh, Wild Turkey, Russell's Reserve um, barrels. And, again, you know, I, I taste them, and it's it's different than – you know some other barrels, so I'm I'm really happy with them. Uh, we're excited that that's the beer that's going to get out to market. You know the the beer we have released Black Friday might get out a little bit, but that's the beer that um, we have enough of to get to their Benny stores. And and this is another project we've been working on for you know 20 months. So yeah. we're finally bringing this to life, and uh, it's been fun along the way with uh, getting different barrels from them and and working with them on, on the label and, and being able to get a different variance out there that no one else is going to have, you know, not even us at the group, but we're not going to sell it there. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be an exclusive, uh, Benny's deal. Well, um, when we get, when we get a hold of some, we'll have to maybe have you come back on. Oh yeah. <clears throat> it was, we'll send you some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I won't have any. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, be you know, just thinking about that, you know, how many people, you know, may just not realize, you know, like, how exclusive of a beer that actually is. Like, if you see it at Benny's and just like, oh, it's just another barrel-aged dark secret. No, no, it's a specific and special barrel-aged dark secret. And I'm super excited. And I definitely, you know, do you know, so do you know roughly when it's going to hit Benny's stores? Um. It's, we, we wanted them to um, release it after a Black Friday, um, so there's no confusion. So I would say probably December is what we're okay. looking for. Uh, so, you know, it's right around the corner. We want our Black Friday release to go uh, finish up, and then uh, we're going to get – we get the labels in next week. We're going to label up the beer and, and ship it off to them. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking, you know, logistically, uh, December, you know, first two weeks in December – um, we just didn't want to confuse people of releasing our dark secret out to the market and then also having our black Friday event. And, and again, yeah. you're two different beers. So it's, it's, it's going to be fun to, you know, try them all side by side. Yeah. I'm, uh, thinking that that will be a nice, uh, maybe Christmas Eve, uh, beer for me this year. I, I like to save whatever, uh, one, one or two barrel age, uh, you know, offerings from the Chicagoland area that I, I save specifically, like I'm saving this. I know that this is going to be for Christmas Eve because what I like to do on Christmas Eve, that's when I wrap gifts. I don't wrap gifts <laughs> through, at all. Like we go out and we normally like, we'll go to a family member's house or, uh, or have it here or whatever and home by like nine or 10, I'm not driving. And I've had a few already. And then it's like, now it's time to wrap gifts. And that's when I crack open uh, one or two special beers. So that, that for, uh, for all you other people out there who do the same thing that I do, maybe this beer is what you hold on to for your Christmas Eve wrapping. And you and I can wrap gifts together and enjoy the special Binnie's Dark Secret. There was the commercial right there. Printed. Yeah, sounded like it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, all I too is like, you know, a nice Christmas, uh, you know, us thinking too. It's like, you know, we have our Black Friday, we have our Thanksgiving there. And, you know, a lot of people 
can't hold on to the beer. If they get a four pack, they don't hold on to it till Christmas, you know? Um, so, you know, we thought, Hey, let's wish I had that problem. Do it after. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's my problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My problem is I don't hold, or I do hold on to things and it's like, oh, great. Now until, until I come by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we thought Christmas would be a good kind of release. You know, people get, you know, around, you know, before the holidays. For another dark secret and and uh we're pretty excited to get that one out yeah it would be nice if if breweries uh if 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 like all the chicagoland breweries could get together <laughs> this would never work because someone <laughs> would, like you know someone's gonna be like we're the first because everyone wants to spend their money on us or whatever yeah. but i mean there's just there, there's so many available that if it was spread out wider i mean how awesome each week you know you'd find something yeah although that is kind of the way it has become uh, in 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 our area with Barrel Age releasing. I mean, with Dark Secret coming out Black Friday, and as everybody knows who listens to this, there's another brewery that does a big Black Friday release as well with their uh, Barrel Age beers, Goose Island. And Short Fuse is doing or has done theirs by the time this comes out, has already done theirs. Maplewood has done theirs. Revolution has theirs coming out, uh, you know, every other or every three weeks or something. Their their whole series. Half Acre has it. Beguile has it. I mean, we're just I'm, I know I'm leaving some out. Cruz Blanca. Uh, you know, there's just there's there's so many barrel aged beers. And I feel like we're so lucky to live in this area. Uh, this part of the country it's it's barrel age country this time of year and it's oh yeah it's so awesome so I, i'm really excited that you guys have the binnies exclusive that uh, will be coming out in december because you know a lot of the stuff is is coming out in november a couple things maybe in december but to know that you know you guys have the big dark secret release uh and then there's another dark secret coming out that's just going to be at binnies so that's a bonus man that's awesome yeah yeah pretty fun because like- you know we don't we you this year, especially, you know, we had different variances throughout the year. So you, usually it's just, you know, Black Friday and that's it. And, you know, and then you got to wait till next year. So this year is pretty fun to, you know, release a couple different through the year. I feel like it would have been off. <clears throat> I mean, this definitely probably wasn't planned or maybe it is. Um, it's called Dark Secret. But, you know, doing the special release at Benny's and just kind of floating some like social media posts, like specific stores that it's at. And you got to solve some kind of puzzle to find out where this secret, the dark secret is. That'd be awesome. Like I would do that. I remember, and just like not. If, if you want, it. if you want, I can hide some beers throughout the city in our neighborhood and just it's make that our own. Hunt. Yeah, yeah, I'll do. Yeah, you know what? Tommy and I will get together and put together a map of a dark secret uh, hunt for you. Or you can do. Hey, maybe that's a good Easter idea. You want to do like an Easter dark secret? There you go. Make it an Easter egg hunt. Mmm, um, flavored. Well, it, it's funny because that kind of popped into my head because back years, years ago, um, when Half Acre first started, they used to do these random social media posts and like hide tokens somewhere. And like people would go and you'd find the token and they'd give you a bunch of like beer and swag. I was like, yeah. I, I I could never figure it out. Like I I literally watch it all the time. I was like, I have no idea where that is. I'm like, and I'm not even gonna try. But it was just kind of cool to see stuff like that. So, you know, Dark Secret is you got the perfect name for like, you know, unless you want to start randomly hiding cans around the city and then a miner finds it, and then you're really in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Mom, look what I found. I feel funny. Um so uh, wait, what are we? So Where we're are we? This. What's happening? I was gonna say, I was gonna say that's I think we're in Easter right now. Easter, right <laughs> yeah. <now. laughs> I keep going back, and I'm like, well, Tony's not drinking the. Is it November right now spring. or April? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's April. Before you know it, spring's right around the corner. I don't know. I'm just shocked that Thanksgiving's coming up. So, I'm I'm ex- I, I do love this time. I love this time of year for multiple reasons. I am someone who embraces the holidays i explained this to my wife she's not she's not huge on holidays she likes them but i embrace out i love the holidays because i i felt like growing up no matter what was going on and not that i had a terribly hard life this is going to sound like the biggest sob story or something (laughs) but no matter what was going on uh in my life uh or you know people i knew around me at least like we had those like holidays where it was like no matter what's going on you know, things could really suck. It's a great time 
to, to spend time with family and friends and whether it's huge or you see one person or one, you know, one family member, one, one friend or whatever, it's always like, I always look forward to this time of year. And the bonus yeah. of it is barrel aged beer in Chicago. Yeah. That's a, it, it's funny. Cause that's how our uh, black Friday feels. We go Thanksgiving at our family's house and everybody that there works at the brew pub with us, you know, my mom, my sister, my cousins, we're all at the brewery. And, uh, what taking your work home with you well we're finishing dinner we're like where are we gonna do now we're like well we got to get up at five in the morning and go set up for dark secret day so (laughs) you know (laughs) it's a long day i'm gonna go sleep at the brewery i'll see you guys later yeah so you know set up a cot uh we've been open 15 years and i'm I'm 41 now so you know we opened when i was started opening the brew when i was 25 and uh those days were a little rough to get up for uh you know to open up at you know, six in the morning. Cause you know, I'd be out the night before, but now I'm in bed by nine o'clock. So it's like, you know, I'm the first one there probably. Yeah. It's funny how that changes. I never thought that that would change for me of being like, my wife still goes to bed before me, but you know, late for me now has become 1030. Like, Whoa, this is yes. really staying up late. <clears throat> I got to get to bed. Yeah. There's a reason I don't work retail anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially like, um, I used to work at Sears and then I think they'd open at like five. I think first couple of years was six o'clock and then it was five o'clock. Then I stopped working there. And then I remember like the last couple of years they were open in the city. They were like, they're going to open at four. I'm like, why? No. Who goes to Sears <laughs> at four in the morning? You just go straight to straight to work from the night before that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'd, I'd have like, and this is when I was in my twenties and I had friends that like, they'd have Thanksgiving dinner. They're like, come on, let's go out. And we would go out and I'd come home. It's three in the morning. I'd literally lay down for 10 minutes, get up, shower and like walk to work, still drunk. like stop at dunkin donuts and get a you know a box of coffee and like a dozen donuts and then i'd like hide in the office until the doors open you know that's why sheriff's closed down huh (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) you're the guy yeah brandon have you are you still drinking the tiramisu right Mm -hmm. okay i didn't know if you ended up going to the 15 i was gonna ask you what you thought about it sorry no, but I, 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 so I don't necessarily remember uh, because it was that it was a while ago, but I did have the 15 before and it was stellar. I didn't let it warm up. I drank it out of the can because Tommy threw one at me when I was at the brewery and I wasn't going to say no. Threw it at you. Wow. No, well, what a welcome. Gave me one, gave me one to, <laughs> to have. Um, and then I can actually say I, I did help uh, brew the coming batch of Dark Secret because I helped pour in the candy sugar. Hey. Oh, that you were there that day? Yeah, remember? Okay, I was, I was with I forget the, the the guy's name that I was up there with, but we were Kyle. dumping in the sugar. Yeah, we were yeah. sitting there just dumping in the the buckets of sugar. So, yeah. holy shit! Look at you, man. Yeah, we used a ton of uh, dark Belgian candy sugar in this. I know, dude. And I got some on my hand, and I tried it, and I was like, "This stuff's great." It's <laughs> like I'm. I, I know why this is in beer. Well, I, I know why I invited you that day because I. I hate lifting up those buckets to the fruit kettle. <laughs> yeah, come by this day. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you can take a look at the brewery. Maybe you could help out brew this beer. It was kind of funny, though. I, ironically, so that um, our company does like um, every once a quarter, we get like a Wednesday off. And that kind of worked out for me to go down there. And I took a couple of pictures when I was there. And then in our like group uh, like our employee, like communication channel, we have like a special specific communication of like what you did on this special day off. And I was like, Oh, I went to a brewery and I took some pictures and, you know, and some person that I work with that I've never met before was like, is that Brickstone? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. She goes, yeah, I live all the way up in Elgin, but I, I could see that from a mile away. I was like, there was nothing in the picture that said Brickstone. <laughs> and it was of the like production facility. And she was like, that's Brickstone. I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> That's awesome. And she was like, yeah, I drink a lot of beer. I was like, okay, fair enough. You are getting a promotion. Yeah, right. Uh, She's going to be on your show next. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's how it works. That's how it works. That's how we find our guests. If you like drinking beer, you're allowed on the show. Uh, I, I, so I've, I have a bad tendency of plowing through beers and I realize this. I just like 
car so two things one i love carbonated things so I, I i have an addiction to carbonated water now which is a good thing i guess uh i don't know how that carbonic acid does to my you know teeth and my guts or whatever but i enjoy drinking uh carbonated water a lot and i realize that when i come home from work that's what i'm craving in general is something carbonated not soda or anything so i have now uh in place of beer i now just you know just slam bubblies left and right but yeah. uh with with same, same thing goes oddly enough with like barrel aged stouts. I love the taste of barrel aged beer so much that like I have to stop myself and slow myself down to like, hey, dude, this is, you know, enjoy this, savor the flavor. And so I've been really good because I think I opened this beer, I don't know, uh, 10 minutes into uh, us talking and I still have this much left, which is very impressive. And I feel like I've taken a bunch of sips, Brandon. There you go. That's how much I got there. Uh, and as it's, I let it warm up a little bit before we started recording until I found out I had, you know, the wrong link to, to, to join you guys here. Uh, <laughs> In the wrong chat room. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. I was like, says it starts at eight. I don't know what's going on. I'm normally the first in, uh, <laughs> but uh, it really is like the whole idea of, you know, let, let, you know, certain beers kind of warm up, uh, I, my, my, my beer fridge is pretty cold because I've got all sorts of beers in there. So, you know, if I have to pull a stout out, I let it sit for a while. Like I, I plan ahead, like, oh, I'm going to drink this. So let it sit for a bit to kind of warm up. And the more that this is sat here, the more not like it becomes better. It really does. Like, it's just, it keeps getting better and better. And of course, you know, as you drink stuff, you know, sometimes you feel a little better as well. So that might have something to do with it, but it really is like, I'm getting, it's, I'm, I'm almost getting less of that dark cocoa as much as I'm getting more chocolate now. And I know that has a lot that plays in with the whole idea of like, you know, when you get those vanilla essence from, you know, bourbon barrels and bourbon itself, I feel like that's kind of, playing a role into it a little bit more so it is it is getting it's getting better it's getting better to me this, oh, this it's, it's so tasty man it's it's really good and i have i have a habit of, of telling reminding people that i'm not blowing <laughs> smoke up your ass we have had beers on this show where i have just kind of plainly said what i thought about it without you know being a jerk about it but anytime that i, I am really enjoying a beer i do genuinely mean it if i didn't like this i'm like yeah this is this is nice and i probably would have left it at that <laughs> that's uh you can find the thing. episode where i've done that i'll give you i'm gonna watch the last episode of ours <laughs> they, they they call that the guy fieri method if you, if you ever watch diners drive-ins and dive they say if he ever goes into just describing what's in the dish he doesn't really like it yeah. But if he talks about the flavors, you know, then he does. But it's like, oh, this this chicken. Oh, you did really good with the chicken, and then the the milk and the cream to make that sauce good. And then it's like he hated it. <laughs> you know, that's a good point because I I good raspberries. I set my, I set my <laughs> um, dark secret out at like seven twenty on my desk, and because I I like it to warm up. And I always tell people, I'm like, honestly, let it warm up. You get different flavors. Yeah. I, I do drink it, you know, colder, and then I like to sip on it throughout, and I start getting different flavors and different layers and different flavors. And a lot of people, you know, when they drink barely beers, they just, you know, they might only drink, be drinking three, four ounces at a time, and they'll finish it within the first five minutes. Yeah. But you know, uh, and they're missing some flavors. Yeah, you know, I, like feel, I feel like as this as this warmed up, um, you know, and it's getting more, you know, used to my palate tasting it. Um, and this isn't a negative thing. I've lost a little bit of the the dark fruit, but it's been replaced now, like I said, with more of a, a chocolate overtone. Chocolate you know? bourbon, I, I feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's and it's that's awesome. I love the way that that's trans that it, it's transforming as I'm as I'm drinking it. Yeah, wait, yeah they, I, <laughs> I got the same palate as you because I same thing. I was tasting dark fruit in the beginning, and now I'm tasting just more chocolate and bourbon sweetness. Um, yeah. So kind of funny that you both mentioned that. Um, so I took this raspberry tiramisu out cold, cracked it and started sipping on it. And the reason I do that <clears throat> most of the time is because it is a different beer when it's cold. And I, I do kind of enjoy stouts when they're cold, uh, but I do like to see how they progress. Um, when I first had it, you know, I talked about you get the raspberry and the vanilla, like that would have been something, you know, pouring over ice cream or something like that yeah. would have just been like, a really nice compliment. 
What's completely different about this now is it almost tastes like a chocolate covered raspberry, the raspberry tiramisu, like dark chocolate covered raspberry because it's deep, deep cocoa and bright raspberry still coming through. And that's like, I like this more now. And I was like, I wish I had more because another one sit out and warm up because this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get more of the um, chocolate as it warms up. Kind of, kind of fun to try it, you know, in different stages. Um, we did, we did another barrel aged. Uh, like I said, this is the only barrel aged, or this is the only imperial stout I brewed in my lifetime. Besides one, I I brewed a small batch at the brew pub last year, and it's aging in um, barrels right now. And uh, it's going to be fun to try that one because I, I I took some flavors from Dark Secret that I love, and I I tried to push more of those into that that imperial style we did i still don't have a name for it so you know i have to figure that out but uh it'll be interesting to see i, I use some more of that i like a lot of that dark chocolate and um you know uh, flavors and, and coffee so i used a little bit more of those in, in this batch that I, I brewed it's only my that would be my second imperial style i brewed in my you know so this is your, your career your, your dark dark secret yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, just don't call it into the void. <laughs> That's our beer name, Tommy. <laughs> We've made that beer. Hey, man, I trademarked that already. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Actually, Brent, my attorney. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'd be a first. So that I feel like we made like you know uh, we made a podcast history there if an attorney yeah. reaches out to us and says, "Hey, don't do that." I've only had that happen to me once in my life, and it was Howard Stern's attorney, and I will never let that happen again. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember you talking. Have you talked about that? I think you've talked about that on the podcast before. I might have when I used to, like, I was printing stuff when he went over to Sirius. I made a bunch of, like, shirts and designs and stuff like that. And I made a crap ton of money just selling them on this website. And then I got a cease and desist from Don Buckwald. Yeah. Howard, Howard Stern's attorney. I was hey, like, at least okay. it was just a at least it was just a cease and desist instead of like, hey, you owe us money now. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, speaking speaking I mean, of you, you get to have him on the show now. <laughs> there we go. That's also how it works. Someone mentions something and like, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll do that. And then we normally do. Well, I don't know. It's more of the sound effects we don't add into the show. Speak speaking of into the void, we Brandon, mm. you and I need to we need to uh, uh, uh brew that again. Man. We do. We we need to revisit that. What it was it November fourteenth was a year ago. Is when a we year did it. Yeah. So that's what we gave to Tommy, and Tommy was like, it's a little thin. Hey man, it was it was Con yeah. That is constructive criticism, and I appreciate yeah. that. There's there's you know it's like we got to you got to take it, and I I I agree with it. It's a bit thin. I just like I love the flavor of it. I mean, yeah. There, well, and it's not Tommy, the end all be all recipe. What Tommy has consistently said like twice when he was talking about dark secret is just boil it longer, yeah. boil it longer, and then it's we yeah. said same thing said to us is like boil it a little longer. I, I was someone I'm okay with that. Someone that we've brewed with in the past, who I will not mention. Uh, excuse me. Oh, whew, there we go. That's uh, all that carbonated water now fighting with dark secret inside of me. Um, who we've brewed with in the past had said, "I don't care how what the volume is, right? As much as what the you know projected original gravity was supposed." to and what the the body is supposed to to be and if you design a recipe you know when you design a recipe and you're designing it you know how you in your mind you know when you when you put it into whatever you're doing or writing it down you know you have this type of your uh profile in mind like how you want it to taste the mouth feel hops all that this enjoy we do like thicker stouts we like i i, I don't necessarily super chewy but i'm not opposed to it and and really if it came down to us just do a little bit longer then that's all we got to do we gotta that's why you got to keep that grab and the boil it doesn't matter how long we've boiled it yeah i i, I was i tell people that don't worry about a lot of people don't want to boil longer because they're going to lose the volume they say well i'm gonna have less beer less beer but you're gonna have the beer you want right so, you know we we boil off a ton um and actually uh you, you know we have three jackets. We have our internal calendar. We have a bottom jacket, side jacket. Um, we have an oversized uh, boiler. And 
all of our beers except Dark Secret, we only use the Calandry and the bottom jacket. We don't use the side jacket. It just boils too hard. And uh, for Dark Secret, we boil all three jackets. And I think, I think this year we boiled um, 135 minutes, so two hours and 15 minutes. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and it's it, tough because it's a long brew day. And you say, oh, I'm almost there. I just got to boil up. And then you're like, oh, it's a two hour and 15 minute boil as opposed to our regular, you know, 75 minute one. And it's just, you know, we have to do two mashes to fill our kettle. Oh, um, man. We do, we, so <laughs> for us to brew dark secret, we do a 30 barrel. We have a 50 barrel brew house, but the mash mixer could only do 30 barrels of dark secret because there's so much grain. So we pump 30 barrels over to the brew kettle. We hold it in there. Then we do another 30 barrel batch and we pump that 30 barrels into the kettle so that we have 60 barrels. So we're boiling 60 barrels. And um, then we, insane. so that's one day. And then the next day we do the same thing. So it's, you know, it's a long brew. Uh, it's definitely two back-to-back -back long brew days for us. But, you know, in the end, I tell the guys, I'm like, look, we do this once a year, you know, and, and honestly, the whole team, you know, it's such a long brew day. It's a fun beer to brew. They all want to be there that long. Sure. Yeah. I say, hey, do you want me to get there and get started? No, everyone wants to be there, started and finished. So that's it's awesome. fun, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think that that's a good tip just for home brewers. Oh, excuse me, <clears throat> brewers as well as just you know, if a, 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 a brew day in general at home <clears throat> can be long, unless a simple beer where you can cut corners on mash times or, uh, you know you're adjusting you know volumes and stuff like that i just did that with uh brown ale that i brewed recently adjusted my volume, uh which i did the still i still did a full hour mash but i adjusted the volume of how much i was using uh for my sparge water because i was like you know what i'm gonna be here i don't wanna be out all night uh it was this past super cold outside and i thought we were getting snow but i was in my garage and i was like i want to cut down on on time so i ended up doing a half hour boil and adjusted my hops oh. and everything i ended up with my five and a half gallons because i figured you know uh, anywhere from a half to a full gallon yeah. and i hit my numbers and i hit my numbers so if you plan ahead, you know if you if you if you plan ahead in, in the other sense look i got nothing going on today if i need to stand here and let this boil yeah, maybe you have yourself another Pilsner at the end of the day, you <laughs> yeah. know, while you're brewing. Don't have, you have anything huge during your brew day unless you really don't care how that beer is going to turn out. I've had that mistake before. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did have uh, a Revolution Death Tower towards the end of my mash because I had one, I had a brown ale beforehand, and then I had a Death Tower towards the end of my mash because I said, this is going to be it. This is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to sip this until I'm done, and that's how it worked out. But yeah, if you invest that, if you plan ahead and, and, and invest that time and just letting it boil off a little bit longer, you'll end yeah. up with uh, a, a beer that you want. Yeah, we, we don't even, uh, when we brew dark secret, we don't sparge. So we send it all Ooh, over right. and, you know, to keep our gravity high. We don't do any spark. So it's, it's a, it's a quick, you know, it's That's in the water. Awesome. We boil off a little bit and then we're just going straight in. And it, it's so weird not to sparge on a beer. We're like, wait, is this going to turn out? Okay. You know, the first few times like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, over the years, Brundarks, I'm like, fuck, you know, I want the gravity higher, you know, so either boil longer, but I'm like, you know, let's not sparge and see what happens. So over the last, I guess, probably four or five years, we've never sparged dark secret. And, uh, uh, you know, we were able to hit our numbers. I've, I've awesome. had that idea in the past of if I did a, and I bring, I think maybe I've talked to you about this or, or Mike, where if we did something like our Imperial stout and you and I used our mash tons, did the full grain bill as if we were doing a five gallon batch, but we just did those first runnings and then boiled that instead of sparging, then we have this big, like, like, Tommy saying, you know, yeah. you're not sparging. You just have this, all those like pure sugars, just the first running. It's that's all sugar. It's all sugar. That's the best part. And you run with that. I mean, that does, I mean, it's, it's a little more expensive, but yeah, you then end up with, you know, what you want. And then the other thing is that you can do a second running of a smaller beer in right. that same, uh, in that same, uh, mash ton. Well, yeah. Our last running is a dark secrets, 18 Play-Doh. <laughs> so we could do a, a second running beer, but um, 
we have our vessels all tied up, our mash mm-hmm. mixer, because we got to do two mashes. So we got them all tied up. So we're always like, the team's like, man, how are we going to get a second running through? I'm like, unless you want to be here about 35 hours, we could do one. But I said, let's just, <laughs> they're like, we'll save so much more money. I said, I know, but you know, it's just, it's a lot of, Absolutely. A lot of hours. So well, that, you know, that's no. when you call in two guys from Chicago who run a little <laughs> podcast and we call that beer little secret. <laughs> Second running. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> cool runnings. Mm, I had to throw that in there. Can't trademark, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably can't do that. Sorry, <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm zipping my hoodie up, guys. I'll edit that it's right out. <laughs> uh, so I actually I switched up to the uh what is it? Is this the double haze juice? Is it the uh, the, black the label can? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the black. It's black label. That means it's important. Yeah, exactly. It's a mystery beer. <laughs> you know, it's, I, it's it's funny because we've done a mystery beer episode, and I was like, this would have been a perfect thing for a mystery beer episode because there's no label. Yeah, Just throw it in, and the mystery beer is. So I, I do have a, a random question uh, getting off all of it's not that random uh, getting off of the barrel age stuff. Uh, we I don't know if we told you this when when did we wait? What am I? I'm, 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 I'm confusing something else. Disregard. I will edit this part out. Yeah, it was very random. No, maybe maybe was it the milkshake beer? Was it the milkshake IPA? That's yes. what we had. Yeah. yeah. Was yeah. that when we were texting back and forth in the episode? Like, oh my God, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Did, you have, did you have the latest one, the strawberry one we gave you? Or no, no. What we gave you? No, I have not had the strawberry one. We had, God damn it. What was it? What was it that we had? Now I don't have to check it out. Blueberry pomegranate, not... maybe? Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. Where uh, we, um, me, Brandon was Clark on that episode. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So me, Brandon and Clark were texting back and forth. That's why I was getting confused. I was like, wait a minute. I know that Clark was on that episode was Cl- on the episode with the milkshake IPA. Was that the Brickstone? Uh, <laughs> I, I remember going to Benny's a couple of times and, and uh, I kept looking for the next iteration of it because I was so excited to try another one, but the milkshake IPAs that you guys did uh, or do, um, we're not milkshake IPA guys by any means. Brandon's barely a hazy IPA guy. Um, and that was just so phenomenal that we were texting during the interview. How awesome. We don't, we normally don't text during like interviews. We're not texting each other separately. If it's, if it's a zoom interview, we were just losing our minds over it. I was going to ask you, you just said the, the, what, what, what is the one that could be, that is available now? Uh, we had a straw, so we had a strawberry rhubarb available. Ooh. Yeah, and now the next one, I believe we're doing. Uh, let me look this up. I think we have cranberry orange. Oh my vanilla! God, that's like a that's a Christmas <laughs> that that's like a Thanksgiving Christmas. Yeah, is that, I know. Is that, we, is... we we were trying to push it out before that, and we were like, oh man, we're ready, and we we ran out of tank <laughs> space, and now we're into all these uh, bourbon barrels, so. Um, I mean, uh, I mean, people will still drink it, but you know, (laughs) the the barrel aged beers kind of take precedence. But yeah, orange. Oh man, that'll that'll still be good, even in just cold weather. That's that's gonna be a nice milkshake IPA. But yeah, that's that's kind of what I was that whole long drawn out thing about me not remembering anything that I ever do on this (laughs) show. Thanks for bearing with me. (laughs) Um, So the one question I was going to ask is, uh, you said there's going to be. 10 different variations roughly on draft for your Black Friday. So this episode is going to be released on <clears throat> this coming Monday before Black Friday. So is there any kind of hints you can it's give? It's the Monday before Thanksgiving yeah. is how yeah. I should have started the episode. So, yeah. So any hints you can give us yeah, on what might be there? So let me pull. We have, so we have, uh, we have a double dark chocolate. I mean, uh, you know, I love chocolate. So we did a double dark chocolate. Um, we're working on a bananas foster. What? So if that turns out like, you know, what we anticipate, we'll release that. Um, wait, wait, wait. So hold, hold up. Before you get, before you go further, how are you going to get the banana into the beer? Um, we're going to puree and put <gasps> it in the keg. 
So the way we're <laughs> oh fine. Yeah, the way we do it, we so we we end up pureeing. Well, we put in a keg. Obviously, we're not gonna we can't package this beer. Uh, <laughs> but we'll put in a keg, and then uh, we'll put in an empty keg all the puree and uh, flavorings we're gonna use in it, and then we'll push the dark secret on top of that so it mixes. Mixes oh the, the only reason I asked about the, the banana was because Tony and I literally like the last couple of weeks have been talking about uh, that same stout that we had brewed doing a banana version. And he had listened. I think you heard it on a podcast about dehydrating the bananas and philosophy. Like, <clears throat> yeah. And I had just, I had literally just for my kid uh, dehydrated a bunch of bananas and I was like surprised at how much of a banana flavor got like punched in the face. And yeah. it was like, we should do this for a beer. I'm like, that is a great idea. So, but then right after that, I heard somebody else doing a banana beer and they're pureeing it. I'm like, well, that works too. Like, mm. Mm. Well, yeah. way. well, I hope that one turns <laughs> out because I'm a huge fan of bananas foster. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I, I, my, my neighbor real quick for I we keep jumping off this, but my neighbor next door, Jeff, who's been on the show many times, he, uh, I was familiar with bananas foster. I think maybe I had it once in my life. And one time we went over to his house, uh, my wife and daughter and I, uh, just for like a, you know, neighborly holiday dinner. And, uh, I had just spent the day at revolution drinking a bunch of like death star variants. Cause it was like the release that year. Oh. And uh, he's like, let's, uh, we're, we're going to, we're going to do bananas foster and we're going to throw the bananas in here with booze and, yeah. cinnamon and, and lit it on fire. It was hilarious and uh, terrifying at the same time. But I have this huge love for bananas done well in, especially in a stout, because I mean, who doesn't love a chocolate covered banana? Yeah, that's all I think. Yeah. yeah. That's what we thought right away. Chocolate and banana. You can't go around. Mm-hmm. All right. What else you got? <laughs> uh, what else we got? Oh, pulling up the list here. Uh, I said we got a double dark chocolate. We're doing. Yep. Um, uh, so we have some of our 2020 Weller. Um, we have our we have a raspberry dark secret from this year. We're doing. Uh, we have a mint chocolate chip. That we had, yeah, we had, we did that for our anniversary party and, um, we did saw that. that. Really I, you know what? I, I saw that checked in on untapped and that was, I was like, what, how did I not know about this? <laughs> I love mint and we don't have to get into this now. Tommy, I might ask you about this uh, when we're done. Cause I, I don't want to spend too much time on the whole like homebrewing aspect, even though that is part of the show, but I, I am, I definitely want to try and figure out how to get mint into a beer. So please continue with any other variants that you wanted to talk about. Yeah. And then we have, uh, and then we took a batch and we just did a tons of vanilla on it. So we're, you know, double vanilla. Yes. Ooh, it kind of went overboard on it. So we'll, you know, we'll see. Um, people that love vanilla price, you know, love it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not joking when I'm saying I'm now really considering seeing what if my 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 mom i don't know if my stepdad would be down for it maybe uh oh, you're taking him for breakfast it's fine yeah well actually you know what <laughs> that man does love biscuits and gravy oh there you go and so i think if i make like i always want to try and take them out somewhere as far as like a brewery's concerned uh and my, my my stepdad does enjoy different types of beer he gets on different kicks like for the longest time allagash white he thought was the bee's fucking knees and he's not wrong <laughs> allagash white is good but he was like oh man that is the best beer ever and then i forgot what he found oh then he discovered he said hey do you ever hear of this beer angry orchard that's right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Tony, that's a that's a hard cider. His, his name's Tony as well. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, so he gets on these different kicks and he'll buy cases of beers and they live in Florida and he'll leave it in the garage. So, you know, he, he doesn't drink that much. What are you doing, man? You're killing me. Don't tell me that shit. Just tell me what you're drinking this month. After I was in his trunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think I can sell, I think I can sell them on the biscuits and gravy. And then my mom, who is not a, a big uh, uh, beer fan, but anytime I like, mom, try this beer. It's supposed to taste like this, this, and that, especially with fun barrel aged beers. She'll take a sip sometimes and be like, nope, that's not for me. I forgot what I gave her recently, but it was like, yeah, this is what it's supposed to taste like. And she took a sip and she's like, oh yeah, I can taste that. And then she started having a conversation with my, my wife and kept taking sips 
to finally yeah. where I interrupted the conversation. I was like, okay, that's, I just wanted you to try Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I can sell them on that. And that would be a great way to, you know, get the weekend started Friday morning, head down to, to Brickstone. And then <clears throat> I've got, uh, there's black Friday deals out there. You got to get this uh, big TV. <laughs> oh yeah. Good idea. You know what? I mean, I'm missing the TV in my guest room right now. Cause I had to give it to All my right. daughter when she went away for college. So what time to do it. hundred inch TV for 200 bucks. Tell them. Done. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all of us. It's just a gift for Tom- the house. <clears throat> yeah, because Tommy's going to be selling TVs out of the back of his trunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wait a minute, Tommy. You trying to sell me a TV? <laughs> Look what I found hey, on man, the side I got of the a side job here. <laughs> <laughs> this dark secret's not going to pay for itself. I just told you, we don't sparge. <laughs> uh, that being said, uh, I do kind of, you know, not to end this conversation because this is great, but I do kind of want to like close it out and remind people of this release that's coming up and where people need to go to be able to get this release. So basically let us know when, where. Yeah. So uh, black Friday, we're bringing it back to the brew pub. uh, You know, like it was in prior years, doors open at 8 AM. We'll probably start. It's all uh, first come first serve. Um, We'll probably have a limit. We wouldn't know that until we finish packaging this week to see our yields. But uh, yeah, it's always a fun time. Uh, biscuits and gravy and beer and be buzzed by 8.30 in the morning and, <laughs> and, and go you know, to your so, Black Friday shopping. So, yeah. so, for, so for those that are that may be new to listening, uh, where exactly is the brew pub located? Uh, Bourbon A, so uh, 557 Latham Drive in Bourbon A, uh, right off I-57, um, about five minutes right off the highway. And our, our production facilities not too far from there. Uh, like so a little bit of like a little less than a mile away, roughly. Yeah, <laughs> you can see it from there. You walk there on a nice day, but uh, a so stone posting it at the brew pub where it all began and uh, should be pretty fun. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Tommy, thanks again, man, for, for joining us again and, and, and throwing some drinking with us. Yeah. Drinking <laughs> yeah, with no us. Problem. Uh, you know, you're, you, you, uh, are always welcome, uh, on the show and I have a oh, feeling that you will, we'll just keep, we'll just keep talking. Yeah. If you ever have anything you want to talk about, let us know. And <laughs> yeah. We're, we're free. Yeah. We're, we'll we do, make yeah. ourselves available. We, we got open. Space. It might take we a month. Come brew with you guys. That would be awesome. That'd oh, be that'd be awesome. Time. Yeah. Then you can tell just us. Don't hey. put me to work like I put you to work, Brandon. <laughs> no, no, you just j- just show up. Just show up with a six pack of of, of whatever the milkshake beer is at that time. All right, and we'll, we'll, yep. we'll share and we'll share the Benny's exclusive dark secret <laughs> with you. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> you just well, point and tell us what to do. <laughs> yeah, you got to be the guy who says just keep letting it boil. Don't stop the boil yet. <laughs> all I right well, shy, like what the fuck are you doing there that's fun <laughs> <laughs> well all right tommy thanks again man and hey, everybody thank you guys thank you so much yeah man everybody go out yeah. there if uh you know you're in the surrounding I- area or even if uh you know you have a chance to just come up this way into illinois uh stop by brickstone on black friday it's gonna be awesome you might just see me and or brandon and my mom and stepmom there yeah. uh, your mom and stepmom my mom and stepmom. By the way, Tony, no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> my mom and stepdad. My mom and stepdad. I don't want to get canceled tonight. Uh, all right. Uh, Brandon, I love you, man. I love you too. Yeah, buddy. thanks for having me, guys. If I don't thanks. see you, happy holidays. Thanks, man. Same to you, Tommy. Yeah, cheers. cheers. <laughs> this has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms individually. Brandon can be found on Instagram as BMW81, on Twitter, BW81, on Untapped, BW Drinks Beer. Tony can be found on Instagram and Untapped under Asa Phelps Chicago, on Twitter, The Asa Phelps Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour. Thank you.